Kitchen Ice Boys, Gordon Ramsay is our dad. Kitchen Ice Boys, Gordon Ramsay is our dad. Welcome to Kitchen Nice Boys, a Kitchen Nightmares podcast. I am your host, Shane Horny Boyensko. And I'm, uh, son of a gun. I forgot what I was I threw you say. off. You did throw, throw you me off. completely off, and I wasn't ready for it. Usually you're the boy that says that, but now I'm the boy that says that on this one. Well, I quit then, so I'm done. All right. And Thank you for joining us on the kitchen. <laughs> what no. if we did it a third time? What if we did it a third time? <laughs> I don't want to do that bit again. <laughs> Right yet. I do want to do that bit again, just not now. Not in episode eight of Kitchen Nice Boys. You know who I am. We did it. I, they I'm said the, it couldn't be done. I'm the kid with the mean streak. I'm the boy uh, who is currently in front of our studio audience with no shirt on. My name is Austin Jones. And uh, welcome to Kitchen Nightmares. What you been up to this week, bud? Uh, dude, I, I tell you what, there's, my world is, I feel like it's in just a complete and total spiral and I'm, I'm real upset. I've been upset for days and I, I, at least two days. Why is that? Why? Lil Pump is in jail. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Let me tell you the story. Small Pump is incarcerated right now. February 15th, Lil Pump was arrested for discharging a weapon in his home in San Fernando Valley, California. Uh, wait, he, wait, 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 wait. Discharging a weapon is shooting a gun in his house is what he did. Yeah, he claimed it was a break-in. Uh, but when they got there, there were <laughs> no signs of a break-in and just gun a gunshot in his home. So he was arrested for discharging a weapon in his home. And... Uh, on August 19th of this year, he was arrested in Florida for driving without a license in his Rolls Royce, and he was put on probation for Florida, which means little pump, real name Gazzy Garcia, you can't leave the state, bud. Well, And he's on a world tour. He definitely left the state. Uh, so he's got to go to jail for a couple months, and he's all locked up. In Florida, too. Yes, in Florida. Uh, not I'm a good real, jail system. I'm real bummed out. You gotta, we got a free pump, baby. Hashtag we got a pump. We got a free pump. We got to get pump out of jail. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of all this stuff that my favorite rappers have to go through being in jail all the time. They're rappers. Small pump. Little pump. Uh, sixty nine boys probably gonna go to jail. Takashi six nine. Yeah, I recently started following him on Instagram. What a what a dingus. He uh he's a real dip he, diplo. <laughs> he's so stupid, man. He did recently though. This little kid had like stage four terminal cancer, and the little kid's wish was to meet Takashi Six Nine. Oh uh, God! <laughs> sorry, little kid. I really it. hate this generation. I'm sounding like such an old man, but I hate <laughs> these kids, dude. I hate them. Little boy, we're sorry for your cancer, and we're also sorry for your bad taste in music. Uh, sorry. So. That- <laughs> Sorry that you listened to 69 Skittle Boy, and that was your last dying wish, and now you're probably dead at this point. He did go. Uh, he did go visit him, and he he pay, he's paying um, bills for the family for an entire year. So that's pretty cool. You know, we're that's dunking really, okay. on him. We're dunking on him. He's got a big 69 tattooed on his forehead, but uh, which you know, there's that. Um, um, do you know what 69ing is? No. Um, well, it's whenever you uh, 
are counting. Mm-hmm. But it's like, say you get up to 68, right? Yeah. And then right after that is 69. Okay. So and that's... then after that is 70. Sure. So it's between 68 and 70, if I had to wager a guess. Huh. I want, we, where's the new, there's <laughs> Takashi 69. There's been 68 previous Takashis that haven't made it <laughs> in the rap world. He had to kill them all. <laughs> They're all clones of him. It's the thing. You know Lil Pump's only 18 years old? He was born in the year 2000. <sighs> I was looking at that. I was like, my lord. I, like, I feel I'm... so old and unaccomplished. <laughs> I feel like I've done nothing with my life. Oh, no. And I'm don't, 106 years old. Don't feel that way at all. It's it's Lil Pump. He don't. He doesn't mean anything. He's He's worthless. I shouldn't say that. That's wrong. He came up with the great phrase that we all use in our everyday life, even like old people, Escadet. Escadet? He came, yeah. his, his first big hit was Gucci Gang. Do you know many, Gucci how, gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci how many Gucci times gang, Gucci he says gang, it in gang, that Gucci. song? Um, can I guess? And then Price is Right rules? Uh, Yeah, sure. One dollar. <laughs> you well, said Price is Right rules. Well, you didn't go over. Um, nice. But let me let me just bring this by you, okay? Okay. Lil Pump's Gucci Gang is an incredibly nuanced piece. The words <laughs> Gucci Gang are repeated exactly 53 times. Listen, Shane. 53 is a prime number. The sum of the first 53 prime numbers is 5830, 5830, which is divisible by 53. This is Little Pump secretly showing he's actually a mathematical genius. Now, 53 in hexadecimal is 35, which is 53 reversed. This property is only existent in multiples of 53. This shows his proficiency in computer science. 53 is also an Einstein prime, a subtle nod to the great scientist that Little Pump... <laughs> uh, ...is no doubt a prodigy of. Oh, uh, God. Now, there, are, there is a line where Lil Pump in the song says, I'll fornicate with my teacher and call it tutoring. Maybe uh, taken at face value, he actually means that he is fornicating with his teacher with his mind, actually tutoring his own teacher. Uh, Lil Pump brings a tiger in that music video. He's showing he's also a master, master of animal husbandry, and the tiger would never dare to attack a genius such as Lil Pump. And then, my my, however, the song also has darker connotations. When you take the number of dead in World War One divided by fifty three, you get precisely six 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 six. Repeating. This can only be explained by two theories. One, Lil Pump is a Satanist who wants the German monarch to return. Or two, Lil Pump is comparing Wilhelm II to a Satanist, making a bold pushback to the rise of neo-Nazism, monarchism, and white supremacy as a white man. So, those are just some of my thoughts on Gucci Gang. I love the internet. Isn't that a dumb bit? Lil Pump is in jail, and I'm real sad about it. I'm sorry, bud. You know what? Eventually he'll be out, and then he'll be making more hits. His album's supposed to be coming, Harvard Dropout. You have to graduate high school to go to Harvard. <laughs> you have to go to Harvard to be a Harvard dropout. 
<laughs> oh man, what you been up to? Well, I've been uh, growing some facial hair. Nice. Um, here's why. I go on vacation next week for nine days. Whoop, whoop. My sweet, my sweet gal and I. It's our anniversary. Aww. And she's a re- she's a really nice lady. She lets me uh, kiss her. Yay! Sometimes that's nice sometimes, of her. Sometimes we open mouth kiss. That's gross. But not till we're married. We didn't need to know that on the podcast. I know. I'm. I don't kiss and tell, except for when I do. But I'm growing. <laughs> I'm gro- I'm growing um, a goatee right now because I'm making this the vacation of the mustache. Mm. So. My last day of work, I'm going to come into work with just a mustache. Nice. And I'm going to wear said mustache all the way through my nine-day vacation. And all of the pictures of our anniversary on the internet and on social media, I'm going to have a disgusting mustache. And I cannot wait. Mustaches aren't disgusting. Mine is. No, it's not. (laughs) Mustaches are perfect. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. God wanted them to grow that way. That's why he made them that way. Hey. Hey. What have you... What? Uh, have you eaten any interesting food lately? Mm. Yes. But I wanted to give some shout-outs at the end of the episode. Uh, but I can say this right now. I did eat, like, um, pickles that were hollowed out and had cream cheese in them with bacon wrapped around them. That's smart. I like that. It was real I bet good. That was really good. Yeah, it was good. Well, have you ever heard of a celebrity chef that's not our dad named uh, Guy Fieri? <laughs> I have. Well, that man has opened a restaurant in my town. Whoa. So I live near the Mickey Mouse Institution of uh, Hard Knock. Yeah, yeah, babies. Yeah. And, um, uh, at at uh, Mickey Springs, there's a restaurant that uh, not our dad opened called Chicken Guy. Yeah, is that the name of uh, Guy Fieri's restaurant? Yeah, it's called Chicken Guy. Nice. And um, I wrote a song about it. Okay. It'll get a little bit of Chicken Guy, donkey sauce on top, my fries. I really like this chicken guy <laughs> and frosted tips, sunglasses on the back of my head. I wish that other chefs were all dead. I only need <laughs> guy <laughs> and chicken stuff. Whoa, 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 whoa. Chicken guy. That's a good one, Any- dude. Anyway, I'm going <laughs> I'm going there for my anniversary. That's awesome. You're, you're growing a mustache, we're going to Chicken Guy, and then we're coming back. That's it. That's our anniversary. That's all I want. <laughs> Listen, babe, we've been in this for two years, and there's only two things that, that we should celebrate for, and it's my mustache and Chicken Guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So Guy Fieri has a restaurant called Chicken Guy. Is it just mostly chicken stuff? or what? Yeah, can we pull, it's ca- can it, we pull up a menu? Yeah, absolutely. I can give an update right. real quick. Um I bought uh, my Vigo the Carpathian poster. Uh, It is here at my home. Initially, when I ordered it, I didn't buy the $180 one, but when I ordered it off of posterrevolution.com, they said that 
I had to fill out an extra thing, but they had already taken it money out of my account. So I emailed them back just being a ding dong. And I was like, you already took the money out of my account. Figure your side out and give me my poster now. And then, like the next day they emailed me and were like, we're real sorry. Your poster's on their way. So I have my Vigo the Carpathian poster here. It is in my room. I'll let Shane. Oh, my stars. That's Vigo the Carpathian. Are you getting like a sick frame for it? I am going to get a frame for it probably later tonight. Probably not a sick one, just like a $10 one at Walmart. But um, that's pretty sick. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so I, I got my cool Vigo poster. Now let's read that dang menu. All right. So I don't know if you're familiar with Guy Fieri, mm-hmm. but he is absolutely a perfect angel in the food world. Yes, he is. He's a great he's man. A, he's a humanitarian. So the the main, like, shtick of this restaurant is he wanted something affordable around Disney. Sure. That's what he. That's what his goal was. So there's nothing on the menu that's over seven dollars. Whoa, chicken guy. Chicken guy. Getting it done. So he, he has sandwiches and he has the sauce boss, which is two chicken tenders, mm. lettuce, tomato, onion, pickle, and your choice of any two signature sauces. Wow. He's got the big bite B L A T. Whoa. It's two chick two chicken tendos. Bacon, lettuce, anus, and tomato. <laughs> Crispy smoked bacon, lettuce, ac- avocado crema. Mm. But I wish it was anus. <laughs> <laughs> Would be much better. <laughs> uh, toma- tomatoes and buttermilk ranch. Ooh. Uh, he's got a lot more on this. Anyway, what were the signature sauces? Uh, let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta bleep this. <laughs> you gotta quit those nasty cusses, bud. Oh, but can we talk about the Mac Daddy Mac and Cheese? Yes. It's just Mac and Cheese. Yes, we can. Talk about just it. Mac and cheese. He also Is has ju- uh, fried pickle chips, mm, which I'm I do okay like. With. I like fried pickles. I like fried green tomatoes. They're all good. First of all, he doesn't have the freaking sauces. On here. You can't say that you got two, you got signature sauces, and then say you can't tell me what my signature sauces are. Give me a, give me a second. I'm gonna goog some more. You almost cursed again, you bad boy. Yeah. So what? So what? Sometimes I, sometimes I say cusses. All right. I'm not perfect. I'm a sinner just like everybody else. Except me. All right. No, you've never once cussed in your life. I've never been a sinner. All right, we got signature sauces. Tell them to Found me. Them. Got them. What are they? We got guys' favorites, who, which is special sauce, donkey sauce. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not familiar with donkey sauce, that's just what Guy Fieri calls <laughs> garlic aioli. <laughs> oh, is that all it is? <laughs> it's just garlic aioli. Just garlic aioli. Uh. Number three is Chipotle Ranch, mm. Ranchero, Curry Mayo, Wasabi Honey, Cumin Lime Mojo Sauce. Then we got the classics. Uh, bourbon Brown Sugar BBQ, Buffalo Blue Cheese, Buttermilk Ranch, Lemon Pepper, Honey Mustard, Teriyaki, Garlic Parmesan, Sweet and Sour Avocado Crema. Now we got Hot and Baby Boy Spicy. We got Nashville Hot Honey, 
peri peri, habanero hot sauce, spicy mayo, and sweet sriracha. Now, I've talked to people that have been to Chicken Guy, Mm -hmm. and they say it's amazing. Really? So, if you're going to do anything for your anniversary, it's only grow a mustache and go to Chicken Guy. So, Donkey Sauce is aioli, but with a snazzier name, and it has mayonnaise in it, too. It's garlic aioli. Did you just Google what donk sauce is? Yeah, it says it's creator, the blonde-tipped Gaffieri of Gaffieri fame. (laughs) (laughs) What's he famous for? Well, he's famous for Gaffieri. (laughs) Dang it, I love the internet. Well, that's cool. I'm glad you're getting to go to Chicken Guy. Yeah, man. I love living in this area. Sometimes I also hate it most of the time uh, because of traffic and because of tourists. Tourists. Dim idiots. They're all dim idiots. Uh, anyway, um, do you keep hot sauce by your bed? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, yeah, me neither. <laughs> uh, I say that a lot when, like, so I'll play Fortnite, right? And then I'll get placed in a random squad and i'll be like hey i'll try to plug the podcast like hey you guys listen to the podcast like no not really oh yeah me either god that's so stupid (laughs) speaking out that's one of our first bits oh yeah (laughs) yeah it was wasn't it yeah because like um we're big fans of andy sandberg Mm -hmm. i would say even still 10 yeah. years later, we still got the heat. I whipped out but, um, uh, Incredibad the other day and was re-listening to that whole album. Yeah. it's It still holds up. Saxman will forever <laughs> make me laugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're the same person. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Saxman forever, dude. Such a good song. <laughs> From Tennessee. He oh, was man. a sax man. <laughs> anyway, he hosted the movie awards in 2008, mm-hmm. and that's when we met. And uh, he uh, he did this bit where Megan Fox was still attractive, and he was doing a song, and he stopped in the middle of the song, and he's like, "Hey, Megan, what's up? Award <laughs> shows, so stupid, right? Want to get out of here? No." Yeah, me neither. <laughs> that was the that was the best bit, and I took that with me. I like uh, we still use it. It's yeah, a fun bit. It's perfect. Fun, fun bit. It's the funnest it's bit. I, um, so you play Fork Knife? Yeah, dude, I play Fortnite probably too much at this point. Yeah, I feel like you either play none at all or way too much. There's no in between with Fork Knife. I think there's no in between with video games. Yeah, you either play them a lot or you don't play. I don't think you can play something casually. I do. Well, yeah, but you're not good at it. Like you can't be good at something and play it casually. I'm getting pretty good at 2K. I could probably beat Mike Moore. Shout out. He won't listen to this. Mike Moore couldn't stand a chance, and he's the most trashiest basketball player in real life I've ever seen. He's so bad. God, you're gonna have to play him now. He's worse than J.R. Smith. Have you he ever just, played against Mike Moore? I have. Yeah. Did he? How how bad did he beat you? He didn't. I'm better than Mike Moore at everything, so he didn't beat me at all. So ten points. I I beat him. I dunked on him, and his I'm taller than he is, so I dunked on him. 
No, but, uh, but so ten points then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I told you. I'd, you ever heard that song by Froggy Fresh? What song by Froggy Fresh? And he says, "Why is James crying? Cause he just got dunked on." That. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was with Mike. <laughs> Why is Mike crying? Cause he just got dunked on by, by me. Cause I. Cause he's the worst basketball player ever. God, I would. I'd pay money to watch that rematch. Now, if you don't know who Mike Moore is, we're not going to tell you. So, If you don't know who Mike Moore is, then you need to reevaluate your life because Mike Moore is hes a god among men. He's really good at basketball. He's really good at basketball. He's got a perfect smile. He's got cool hair that he's had for the past 15 years, the same haircut. It's so cool. He's and never once had a different – he's had the same haircut since fourth grade. Yeah, and I've joked about this so much, and he's had, he just recently changed it. But for like upwards of twenty five years, he's had the same dang haircut. He wears he wears throwback basketball jerseys. He wears Affliction shirts. They're super cool. He wears freaking Jordan sometimes. He do be wearing Jordans sometimes to play basketball in. Like what? He- do you want guess what uh guess what Jordans are his go to for playing basketball? Hmm. I think it's is it the three or four, right? No. What? It's the ones. He likes the way the ones play. That's right. They're like the flattest shoe in the world though. I'll rock a pair of Jordans with every outfit. Like if I could have a ev- like every iteration of the Jordan one they've ever made, I would be perfect, you know. But uh but and I wouldn't wear them Shane to McMahon. I wouldn't wear them to play sport in. No. Shane McMahon don't even play sport in them. Shane McMahon wrestle. Shane McMahon wear the whatever new Jordan is or Jordan freeze or fours to wrestle in. Sean Min Min get new shoe custom for him. John McElroy Sansa jumps off dang high crap so that his daddy love him. What a crazy boy. The that two shit people mama. That know what we're talking about that we're talking about Shaka Khan. Uh Shaka Khan. Uh people uh Shan Shan Wow Shan 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 Bay Shampoo and Conditioner. The uh, Shan Ban Rubber Band Pan Little Bang Bone Diddle Long Diddle Pop Off the Boot. Okay, so uh, I've uh, noticed that I keep doing a bit until Austin laughs, and now he's trying so hard not to laugh so that I have to keep doing the bit. Because in the last episode, when I said McDonald's over and over and over again in a different way, he said it made him laugh that I didn't stop until he laughed and now he's working really hard not to laugh and I've dug myself into a corn year. <laughs> His name's Drib. Uh, cool. The two people that uh, know about that Shane McMahon thing are rolling laughing. Yeah, they're trying. They're maybe. Yeah, I would think so. I've been watching The Good Place on uh, Netflix. Season 2 came out. <clears throat> Sponsor. It's a good show. If you haven't seen The Good Place, go watch seasons one and two on Netflix or Hulu. It's about it's got Kristen Bell in it, and she very Ted first Danson's episode in it. Ted Danson's in it. The very first episode, <laughs> she w- wakes up and she's gone. Um, yeah, so Kristen Bell wakes up 
and she has gone to uh, the good place, which is where you go after you die. You either go to the good place or the bad place. And it's about that. Heaven well, or this, heck. Well, yeah, the show kind of explains it like, uh, you know, it's not really heaven or, or heck, but it's, they're like, who got it right? They're like, well, you know, Muslims got a little bit right. Christ- Everybody got it about 5% right, you know, of what it is. Uh, <laughs> Which I think what, it's a great concept for a show. Yeah, who thought a show about, yeah, it's such a funny show. It it really is. It's from the creator. It's from Michael Schur, who was a writer on The Office and who was the lead on Parks and Rec. So. And Joe mm-hmm. Mandy writes on it, too. And he was yeah. the head writer of Parks and Rec for a while. Yeah, so it's super great show. Um, anyway, there's a part in season two where she tells this character that um, she loves him, but like their memories get erased, and she's talking to this other person, and she says, "You know, I can't tell him I've loved him. I've only told I love you to two people in my life." And she says, "One was Stone Cold Steve Austin." And two was a guy in a bar who I thought was Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> and dude, I, that joke lands so good. It's such a good joke. At the That's end of it, too. That's usually how I express love, too. <laughs> yeah, it's just true. I love you. Yeah, I don't love you to the moon and back or anything like that. I, I love you as much as Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Swig oh, a beer for the working man. Best wrestler. Okay, I do have a personal favorite wrestler, but I don't think, like, I just think Stone Cold is, I think he's untouchable. You talk about, like, guys in the rap game that are untouchable. I think that's Stone Cold for wrestling. I don't think, uh, you know, like, for the Attitude Era, you could all, you could argue Rock or Stone Cold, but, I mean, I don't know. I just, I kind of put Stone Cold in a class by himself. He's just so special, I think. Yeah, I love Stone Cold. Stone Cold is on my, uh, on my wrestling um, Rushmore for sure. Yeah, hey. I think he is. Are you all hey. in? All in. Are you all in? Sure. A bunch of wrestle boys were recently. Yeah. Um, can we talk yeah, about all in a little bit? Yeah, we got two minutes. What do you mean we got two minutes? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Talk about it. I didn't watch it. I don't. I don't care about that indie garbage. I only watched the WWE. All right. So here's a little backstory. So we were going to do that Wrestle Cup podcast, which is basically what this is has turned into. <laughs> is a is wrestling podcast light, and um, uh, there's a a hilarious bit that my pal Austin does where he acts like he doesn't watch indie wrestling. <laughs> And uh, he calls me a hipster and says that indie wrestling is garbage when it's like the best wrestling there is. Anyway, all in happened. So there's this uh, wrestle boy, uh, like reviewer named Dave Meltzer, and he said that Ring of Honor will never be able to full fill a ten thousand seat arena, and so Cody, formerly Cody Rhodes, formerly Stardust. Uh, on the dub formerly dashing cody rhodes formerly cody rhodes right never stardust no he was cody rhodes and he was dashing cody rhodes and he was stardust and he was cody rhodes and he was cody now he's cody um and the young butts uh uh decided we're gonna prove (laughs) we're gonna prove dave Meltzer wrong and so the young butts and kenny omega 
and Coder and uh, Marty Scruel and the Hangman Pabe and uh, a couple other wrestle boys uh, decided they're going to do a big old baby boy show in Chicago and call it all in. And then uh, uh, they filled the arena, 10,000 seats, and it sold out in 30 minutes. I don't want to talk about anything that happened on the show. I just want to say that's amazing. All right. Catch yeah. you nice, boys. Here we go. Hey, you did it in two minutes. Good job, buddy. I yeah, it, it's a it's kind of a landmark in wrestling uh, history. It's really, really great. It's really good for the future because I, now I have friends who say that there's never going to be competition for WWE. Yes, I say that. Um, Austin says that all the time. They're untouchable. But this is a really good start. Because I don't root for the underdogs. Competition... Uh, sparks great content and and great wrestling because if you have something to fight against you're gonna try to do better you know which is why yeah. we are calling out all fantasy everything right now we're better than you um i don't root for the underdog i hate the underdog i always root for the guy that's on top i love tom brady i love lebron i love the people that are the best i don't want pieces of trash you know Apollo i don't Creed. care about the cup I don't Darth hate Vader. all those. Yeah, all those guys. I root love for those. The, the big boys. Root for them. I root Rocky for the guys can suck that are, Yeah. He's not even that good. <laughs> he's um, not. He doesn't even make contact half the time, and there's still a noise when he punches. Dude, that's like the funniest. That that is it like a two thirty second like fake thirty for thirty or something about yeah. Rocky Four. It's so, if you go online and look that up, I promise you'll you'll laugh real there's hard. A, there's a really good one for Angels in the Outfield too. You ready to talk about Kitchen Nightmares? I guess this one's a good episode. It's a pretty good episode. I liked this one a lot. Yeah, you know where we're going to California. To my favorite restaurant, Layla. We're going to Layla's. It's a good restaurant in Pomona. Pomona, California. I knew a girl named Pomona. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she was on Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, right? Pomona? That's the girl he liked? No, you're talking about pneumonia. Yes. <laughs> yes, I, <laughs> I am. We're here at Layla's, and that's that supercut is so so racist. Uh, it says that the head chef is straight out of the hood. <laughs> like, do be say saying that, that though. <laughs> like, you can't say that on TV. The restaurant, <laughs> the head chef is straight out of the hood. <laughs> like, why would you say that about somebody? Well, oh my when gosh. your head chef sings Diamonds on My Fish, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're entitled to that opinion. Pomona's this fish. hipster yeah, little yeah. town. Hey, hey. Pomona's this like hipster little town, and they're Bunch like this artists. fine dining. Yeah, but they're like this fine dining restaurant in like the area that no one goes to of this town. And um, the kids, the kids are living, and they can't afford a fine dining restaurant. Yeah, I think a little later, like Gordon orders something, it ends up being like twenty seven dollars, and it's like, dude, I I don't, I 
don't want to ever order anything that's $27. But what about when we go to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant for our 100th episode? Um, We're kind of going to like, it's a restaurant, but it's like a chain kind of. So it's like cheaper stuff. It's more affordable. It's not like anything crazy. I looked at the menu. Yeah? The thing that I want is $34. Dang, dog. I'm not ordering that. You're not going to order the beef wellington? No. If he has a shepherd's pie, I might do it. But other than that, I don't care. Um, Layla's the owner. Tabitha's the waitress. Layla. Layla the owner. Ricky the head chef. Buzzard. <laughs> He's the <a> prep <laughs> cook. <laughs> oh, buzzard. Uh, hey, oh, buzzard. Hey, good out of here, buzzard. Um, <laughs> Jessica's a waitress. Go ahead. Uh, buzzard. Um, you ever see that video of the, the little boy sitting on a porch with his grandpa and he's singing, oh, yeah, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. And then the guy goes, ah. Yeah, that's a good vine. That's what Buzzard, Buzzard looks like that boy. <laughs> he looks like uh, he grow- can- the grandpa. Oh, he do look like that grandpa a little bit. Him do look at about it like a grandpop. Carolyn's a waitress and Lex is a sous chef. First things first, I'm the these people need to, these people, like you apologize every episode, but these people need to apologize real quick for all their nasty cusses. The first five minutes of the episode is, <laughs> hey, hey, butt mouth, how about you stop being a, a silly fart? And how about you <laughs> go and eat a bag of carrots? And then uh, they do cussing for about 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> on The Good Place, you know, like, they can't they can't cuss in The Good Place. So when they go to cuss, they say stuff like fork and uh, bench and stuff like that. Well, there's a character on The Good Place, and her na- she's like a robot, and her name's Janet. But there's a bad Janet for The Bad Place, and <laughs> uh, bad Janet says stuff like... Uh, Hey, butt nuts! Like any time, like she gets on the scene, she calls people like. Uh, she's like, I didn't mean to do that. She's like, What? You didn't mean to chief your jeans or just like, just like dumb stuff, like just like the dumbest insults. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, these people cuss way too much. Do do the women be shopping bit again? Women be shopping. You can't you can't stop a woman from shopping. She be going in there, buying things, TJ Maxx, Ross's. She'll go into Ulta Beauty and come out with $37 worth of chapstick. Women do be shopping about it. You can't stop a woman from shopping just like you can't stop the people at Layla's from cussing. It's Leela's. So Layla put all her money into this place. She owes like $120,000 debt. She owes-, she owes her sister sixty. Thousand dollars. Oh yikes! Um, Jinkies. That's got to make Thanksgiving real fun. (laughs) I promise I'll pay you back. (laughs) (laughs) Can you pass the Can you pass the cranberry sauce, please? Oh my gosh! Can you pass the green bean casserole that I didn't pay for because I can't afford it because my restaurant's going down under? Uh. Gordon gets to the restaurant. He sits down. He orders a tomato basil soup. Um, no, he orders the sea bass. 
Right. Then he orders the salmon. Which they don't have. Then he orders the shrimp cocktail. Which they don't have. Then he orders the other shrimp dish that uh, escapes me. Shrimp nachos. <laughs> that sounds gross. Shrimp. God. <laughs> <laughs> and then this. How about chicken? God, shrimp nachos? Really? Yeah, that sounds real bad, dude. Uh, also, the menu was spelled wrong. <laughs> yeah, they spelled chives wrong. Uh, they spelled it chibs. So when he can't order anything else on the menu, he gets the tomato basil soup and a rack of lamb with chocolate mint sauce. Ooh. Now they go back to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And the chocolate mint sauce <laughs> <laughs> is chocolate is chocolate syrup like Hershey's like you put in your chucky milk. Yeah. You put it in your chucky moo moo. Yeah. And you stir it all about. It's so gross. Put it on your ice cream when you're poor. Um, actually, just put it on your ice cream. It's really good. I don't know why I made it. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, thing about money. Yeah, it's put it on your good. ice cream. <laughs> put it on your dang ice cream. Put it in your milk. Uh, but just don't, don't yeah. put it on your lamb. <laughs> don't put it on lamb bones because there really wasn't even meat on there. So don't put your chocolate sauce on your lamb bones. Uh, also the lamb is frozen. He orders some brownies, and then they go in the back, and Tabitha's like, where's the brownies? And Buzzard says, don't ask the buzzard. <laughs> he don't know where the brownies are at. This man, this man is a human, human man that walks the earth. And he has a Steve Urkel style, did I do that catchphrase. He's walking around having a how rude that he just uses in everyday life. Yeah. Where he's just like, don't ask the buzzard. Buzzard. (laughs) (laughs) And then laugh track. Yeah. So naturally, uh, as the people at Layla's do, Tab and Ricky just start screaming at each other. Yeah. Doing cuss. Doing cuss. So Gordon comes back there, and he says, you know what I thought about your food? I thought it was a pile of butt. And Ricky says, it (laughs) was. And then he opens up the oven, and there's just a roasted butt in there that he's serving everybody. (laughs) It's real. It It ain't no pork butt. It ain't a pork. It's roasted butt. And Gordon says, I'm embarrassed (laughs) for you. Uh, There was no meat on that lamb. You just put some butt on my plate. And Ricky says, no one else complained. And Gordon says, no one else is here. <laughs> so, Which was great. So they can't complain. And then and then Gordon looks over at Buzzard and he's like, do you know why why uh, there's no one in your restaurant? And then Buzzard says, don't ask the Buzzard. Buzzard. <laughs> Laugh track. And that's the end of day one. It was a real strange day. Day two, the I, best. I gotta tell you, tell me how excited I am. How excited I am in editing to add a laugh track to this episode. <laughs> I've been waiting for the perfect opportunity to put in a boy's laugh track. Day That's two, one. day two is the best part of the show. The kitchen inspection. Um, they haven't done this in a couple episodes. Not really. They haven't. Well, they. I don't think they really needed to. Yeah. They just had stupid 25-minute in-dinner scenes. So so 90% 90 of what's on their menu is frozen, Mm -hmm. right? Right. 
and then their dang fridge don't work about it. Yeah, the walk-in isn't cold. That's and there's and like, then Gordon goes in. And he's like, "Is this a fridge or an oven?" And then uh, Buzzard comes in and says, "Don't ask the buzzard." <laughs> buzzard. <laughs> Laugh track. So the meat in there is rotting. All the stuff's bought in. It's real gross. So when everybody gets there, Gordon says, we're going to clean everything. So they clean everything. Gordon goes out on the streets. And then he's talking to the kids. And he's like, hey, uh, do you guys ever go to a fine dining restaurant? They're like, nah, there's a dope taco place down the road. Yeah. Oh, I like this uh, pizzeria uh, because we can't afford to eat fine dining because we're broke. He's talking to all these hoodlums and gangsters, and they don't want the fine dining. They don't like Layla's. They only want to eat. It's Leela's. They only want to eat at Taco Bell and Pizza Hut, and they don't like they don't like Layla. Uh, Like the way you cook your food, charge twenty seven dollars for it. I don't know. I just can't see paying a lot for food. It's so stupid. Yeah, but when it's done right, it's worth it. I paid $25 one time at the Peddler for stuffed like shrimp, and it was good. It was like crab stuffed shrimp. It was like pieces of shrimp and had like things around it with crab in there as well, and it was good. That's but I, That's awful. You're a fool. I only got five shrimps. I'm allergic to shellfish. You're five shrimps very for $25? Sh- and fries, that's what I'm saying. And there was an unlimited salad that's five bar. Dollars a, that's $5 a scrimp. But the kid don't eat salad. You know that. So <laughs> L- Layla's is too expensive is what I'm getting at. Right. So you're telling me. Hmm. We go to London in New York. Sure. Which is our dad's restaurant. I'm going to ask for the kids' menu. That's... We don't. (laughs) 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 We we don't get the family discount. You're going to ask for the kids' menu? Yeah, dude. I ain't paying that much. I bet his mac and cheese and hot dogs are pretty dope, though. Here's the thing. There's no leader in the restaurant at all. It's Tab versus Ricky UFC three ninety nine. Like the like they're like there's a cage set up in the freezer that don't work. <laughs> they're for real, like screaming in each other's face, cussing, and it's and like all the people that the two people that are in the restaurant eating <laughs> are just like, yeah, we gotta get out of here. I wonder who's the cause of this. And then someone comes around. And then, and and then Buzzard pops out of the kitchen and he says, don't ask the buzzard. Buzzard. <laughs> so uh, people just start leaving. Like the people that work there, before dinner shift is even over, people just start leaving. And our boy who leaves is Buzzard. And he leaves with and a... Gordon's like, hey, where did Buzzard go? Yeah. And then the chef was like, uh, he's... He's he's going down the alley with his bag of goodies. Yeah, he leaves 
with a whole bunch of food. He leaves with a sandwich, a salad. He leaves with lamb. He leaves with uh, and like four three, bottles of wine. Yeah, like four bottles of wine, just like stealing from this place. Um, <laughs> and this place and is Gordon's like this. This crap is unacceptable. This place is struggling, and you're stealing from Leela. Yeah, and everyone you're taking all her 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 money. It's like it's Layla, and they're stealing from. F- 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 Layla. <laughs> They're stealing from Layla. Uh, Layla. Buzzard walks out of there and he says, I ain't coming back. But then the next morning he comes back. He uh, comes back. <laughs> and he's like, you. And then Gordon's like, listen, bud, you're a dumb idiot, but it ain't Mike's decision to get rid of you. And then he's like, do you have anything you, you want to add before you're you're fired forever? Yeah, and Layla what comes back say? there, and she fires him. You got to let that buzzard fly, you know? Yeah. And he's like, do you have anything you want to ask? And he says, don't ask the buzzard. He says, don't, don't ask the buzzard. So the next big thing they do, he does like a taste test between uh, Ricky, the head chef, and Lex, the sous chef, to see who can taste meats better. Ooh, and who to put that dirty boy meat in your mouth about it. And whoever wins is going to have uh, be the new chef. And wouldn't that be a cool way to get promoted? Just like that's how all promotions work is just a taste test. Between. Just eat chicken. <laughs> well, it can be anything that you taste test, like maybe Skittles. But there's always... <laughs> Which a, flavor of Skittle is this? Yeah. And this is this is determined who's going to be the new CEO of Walmart. <laughs> and then he goes, mm, tastes like grape. This tastes like cabbage. There's not a cabbage flavor of Skittle, Justin. You don't get the job. Uh. <laughs> and then the uh, seven-year-old that identified grape Skittles is now the CEO of Walmart. <laughs> That's the world we should live in. That's the world I want to live in anyway. Uh, the point of this I was... all major life decisions to be... To be decided by taste tests. Exclusively on taste tests. Are you going to have a kid? Let's see. Let's Uh, see here. Is this a McDonald's chicken nugget or a Burger King chicken nugget? Um, So. I bet I could do that. I bet I could. Hey. Oh, if we lined up a bunch of nuggets. I could do nuggets. I could call every nugget. Oh, yeah. Faux show. So Lex wins the taste test and Gordon awards him. Chef, he's gonna let him be chef over uh, Ricky for the night. Uh, and then they kiss. So, <laughs> so they let the boys make a salad. They say, you know, you're gonna make a salad and see make who a make a pimento salad. Make a pimento cheese salad and make a Panda Express salad. And then Gordon says, you know what this place doesn't have? 
a dang good burger. So we're going to make Layla's the best girded burger restaurant in the whole town. Uh, and then the and then the and then the chef go well the former chef, Ricky goes. I don't make burgers. That that stuff basic. I got diamonds on my fish. Yeah, diamonds <laughs> on my fish. Yeah, diamonds on my diamonds on my diamonds on my fish. He says we're gonna make this for the people of Pomona, and the people of Pomona is my favorite Talking Head song. But <laughs> the people of Pomona is my favorite. Um, my favorite court case from the 19th century. <laughs> People of Pomona is my favorite Greek sandwich at Olive Garden. Uh, <laughs> the People they, of Pomona is my favorite um, place to buy suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a uh, like a nice like uh, like a like a banana tailor. republic. Like a tailor. No, it's just like a tailor in your town. Like He's, a ha- like a haberdashery. Yeah, he. You know everything he's making it. Uh, so they remake the whole restaurant. They redesign it, and it looked nice. It looked, uh, it looked the same. It looked. <laughs> they added like a couch out front. Uh, so Gordon's like, we got to get this place in in line, baby. And they make Tabitha the manager. Lex runs the kitchen, and Ricky is to support Lex. Um, so you know what that means. It's relaunch night, baby, and the restaurant is packed. And who's there? Tell me. Every animated dog from Disney movies. <laughs> yeah. You got Pongo and Purdy. Oh, no. You got La- Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. They're eating biscotti. They don't even sell biscotti at this restaurant, but they're eating it, and they're doing kissing with it. It's ooh. You got, you got Dodger. From Ooh. Oliver and Company. Dodger's my favorite. Uh, Dodger, Dodger's the best. He starts playing the piano. There's no piano there. He brought his own piano. <laughs> and <laughs> There's Doug from Up. <laughs> There's Doug from Up. There's Bolt. Nobody remembers Bolt. Bolt's there. Frank and Weenie's there. Yeah. Frank and Weenie's there. And Comet from Full House. Wow. Rip in peace. So they're serving these dogs food. Uh, <laughs> what I thought was funny is they change, like, anytime someone pops up, it shows their name. Well, after, like, relaunch and they've decided that Lex is going to be the new chef, under Ricky's name, it says ex-head chef. <laughs> they, they, like, even changed it on the show. Oh, no. Someone someone just popped in their head in the restaurant. Oh, no. Who is it? It's the Baja men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they looked around the restaurant, and then, and then asked asked the question. <laughs> Who they ask? They asked, "Who let the dogs out? <laughs> who, who, who?" And then, coming running down the street at full speed, sprinting, is former employee of Leela's buzzard and he just qu- jumps in out of breath uh, <sighs> don't ask the buzzard buzzard
that's the best one. <laughs> so the thing is, um, Lex, he, he can't handle the heat, baby. And if you can't take the heat, you gotta get out of the the bathroom. Stay out of the stay out of the place where all the hot stuff is. If you can't take the heat, don't do a coal walk, you dummy. Uh, so if he doesn't know how to. Heat, probably don't play with flamethrower. If you can't take the heat, don't light up the candles. Uh, lots if of you food can't take is the holding. Heat, you probably shouldn't be a Boy Scout, because most of what Boy Scouts do is is make fire uh, with stick. If you can't take the heat, you shouldn't uh, have volunteered to do the grill at the barbecue. Uh, you can't take the heat. Maybe uh, guess the meat wrong next time. If you can't, <laughs> if you can't take the heat, maybe you should put some coolant in your car. When's the last time you changed your oil, buddy? You can't take the heat. Um, you should probably get your air conditioner fixed. Uh, speaking of, have you fixed your air conditioner <laughs> in your car yet? No, I haven't. Uh, lots of food is holding. <laughs> Servers are just grabbing food. Lex can't cut it. Get out of here, Lex. So Lex leaves. Your whole life is farts, Lex. He's real whiny. He's like, oh, she's she's really getting on my nerves. And he's she's getting on my last nerve. Oh. So uh, Lex comes back and, you know, he leaves, right? And then Ricky takes over after Lex leaves. And he's like whipping it. He's just getting stuff out, doing his thing. He's just whipping it. He's, he's taking control, baby. Uh, the food comes out. Lex comes back and helps Ricky kick it up. Uh, they make a success. They make money. Uh, end of the episode, Gordon tells Ricky he did a good boy job. And things get turned around that night. But sadly, Layla's yeah. Layla's closed down. Layla's closed down. It's called Layla's. It's, it's Layla. And it closed down. And it's was real sad. So that's it for that's that one. Right. Um, I'm really happy with this one. Last week was not good, and this one is good. This one was almost as good as last week's. So, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we want to give a couple of shout-outs. I want to give a shout-out to Outkast, the best rap duo of all time. Uh, shout-out Frankie Ocean. Sh- shout-out to Pickles, because I've been eating a lot of pickles lately. Um, shout out to uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which is my favorite cereal. And last of all for me, shout out to Rita Wilson out there holding it down. She has to kiss Tom Hanks goodnight every night. What a lucky girl. Somebody's got to kiss our sweet boy. What a lucky lady. Our sweet dad. What a lucky, lucky woman. Well, how you feeling? I feel pretty good. Yeah, me too. Um... That was a good app. Uh, I got a podcast. I got a uh, review right here. I'll read it for you. Hey, hey guys, keep writing reviews. We love it. Yeah, and rate he- it five stars. Say something bad. Yeah, as long you can say, as long as you rate it five stars, I don't care what you say. Um, you can say whatever you want. Yeah, just rate it five stars. Um, it's a, it's great. Also, if you didn't know this, if you are able to, and are loyal. Kitchen Nice Boys fans out there in, in Nice Boy Nation, all our little fart knockers, uh, you can wait a couple months and then do another one. I didn't know if you knew that uh, on iTunes. So Yeah. 
I didn't know that. Yeah, I recently wait a couple of nuts. Write write another uh, review. Write another review. So this is from Wise Al three five six three. It says, "Shut up, idiot!" And it says Shane and Austin are hysterically captivating in their account, in their recount of the episode and personal and potentially traumatic anecdotes. Listen to this podcast or fear the wrath of Satan come upon you. That's my God. <laughs> you can't argue with Satan unless you're Jesus. Can't argue with that. And uh, heck yeah. So we'll see you next week. Um, you can follow me on all forms of social media at Shane is Rad. And you can follow me everywhere at Austin Does Jokes. Finally, because your boy finally fixes Twitter. Yeah, well, we'll catch you on the flippity flip. Hey, sorry about that big nasty boy cuss that I did in episode two. Sorry about the big cuss, and hope you guys have a good baby week. Bye. Bye-bye, baby dads. Whee!